Summer is a time for excitement, so go ahead and switch things up with a new recipe from HelloFresh. With pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow directions, it's never been easier to try something new. Get 14 free meals, including free shipping, with code FACE14 at HelloFresh.com FACE14. This is a Rooster Teeth production. And welcome to another episode of Face. Uh, my name is Jeff Ramsey, and with me, as always, my constant companions, Gavin Free and Andrew Panton. Hello! Uh, and not to be forgotten, uh, our, our, our sound engineer, Nick, and then Eric, the producer. Th- those guys, uh, they're there too. They matter. So please don't forget them. The, leave them in, don't forget them in your prayers every night when you go to bed and you pray for us. And it's important. <laughs> Nick, I feel like, is going to have a big role in this episode. To an extent. I mean, he uh, automatically will because of one aspect, but uh, we're going to have to have some clarifications. I got a gut forward. full of tots. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should explain that, right? Do we want to just immediately go into... Yeah, I think we we've should. Had, it's, been, it's been the highlight of the week between recordings, for sure. We had an argument. Like a weirdly... I don't, like just more of a bizarre... I don't even know how to classify it. I'm, I'll be honest, I'm blown away that Jeff is here today. That is after true. After what happened in the Slack. This is yeah. my job, and I take my job <laughs> extremely seriously. I, take it, I, t- I would argue I take my job more seriously than anybody who works in our company. Uh, yeah, I would agree. So the idea that I would not show up uh, to do my job is, uh, is insulting. <laughs> well, not insult in the context of you're under protest right now. Uh, I'm I'm protesting a specific bit on the show, but that doesn't preclude me from uh, participating in the show. Uh, I won't be participating in that segment. I've I've registered an official complaint, and that's fine. Uh, I'm more than, uh, but it's not my show. It's our show. I'm merely a a, 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 a piece, a wedge in the pie, as it were. So if you guys want to do, if you guys want to do that segment right now, I encourage you to do it, and I will cede the floor to you. So you're selectively not showing up. No, I'm here. I just I I'm I can't <laughs> contribute to this segment. But right, I'll but sit here. I'll are, listen. What good are you if you're here but you're not going to contribute to the show? I'm contributing to the show. I'm, I can't contribute to this segment because I'm protesting it. <laughs> but it's part of the show. This <laughs> uh, <laughs> is so stupid. I I don't understand. I also we, I just don't understand the protest. We got to get into it, Andrew. Where did this begin? Uh, well, this began with you. It, it sort of, as mentioned when you were telling your fly stories several episodes ago, you've been rewatching Breaking Bad. I have. And there is a, a, an intro, I believe, to one of the episodes where a character is eating a bunch of dipping sauces. Yeah, you sort of you re- reveal the, uh, the boss behind the main boss of the previous season is yes. a company called Madrigal in Germany. And the episode opens with a guy tucking into some honey mustard. And uh, I just took a picture of the screen and said it's Andrew. And I, so I just said, is this your favorite scene from Breaking Bad? Because <laughs> he's been on a honey mustard tear recently. <laughs> I don't, I mean, it's just come up naturally quite a bit. I don't feel like I'm on a tear. I don't feel like I'm an excessive about it. Just it's, there have been windows to talk about it and it has come up. <laughs> but it extended. So Gavin sent me that. And then we were, I don't know how we got on the subject of it. We are talking about like ideal dipping sauces. And if you were making a sauce, because they made a sauce called French. For Breaking yeah. Bad. And so we're talking about like what would be your mix? And it just turned into a thing of, oh, we should make sauces. We did a salad thing last week. We could do a condiment thing this week. It'd be kind of like a fun, dumb thing or whatever. Yeah. So we got into a conversation of what's the best condiment? And then we got into this whole other thing of like, well, what we need to know what's being used with the condiment. Cause like a burger sauce is different yeah. to like a nug dipping sauce. And I, I was talking about tots at one point. Mm-hmm. And uh, we eventually settled on we're going to be dipping tots into this condiment. Yeah, well, we want you wanted to make something specifically for tots. So then I said I wanted to make something. I didn't want to make a completely different sauce item. So I figured I'd make that. We could both make our sauces. And because it was like a goofy, fun thing, we opened it up to everybody. And <laughs> uh, it, it was a mistake, apparently. <laughs> well, should we read through what the uh, what the people's sources were? 
Uh, we, we could do that. Or do you want to first go through the protest and how we got to that point? Well, I then, feel like if we to... read through all of the submitted sources ending in Jeff's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll reveal the protest. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Nick submitted base ketchup, about two ounces, one squirt Dijon mustard, one squirt mayo, two dashes of Louisiana hot sauce. I actually submitted mine first, so mine was just a very basic combination. I didn't really go too much into it. Mine was in ratios. Mine yeah. was two thirds ketchup, one third horseradish, and then a little splash of lemon. Mm-hmm. Andrews was <laughs> two teaspoons of hot sauce, one teaspoon barbecue sauce, one teaspoon honey mustard, one teaspoon ketchup, one teaspoon maple syrup, half teaspoon red chili flakes. And I, I should point out that he originally wrote one eighth <laughs> teaspoon of pineapple juice. And I was like, at that point, you're into drops. Right? Yeah, just a teardrop of well, apple uh, pineapple. You might, might as well write 384th of a cup of pineapple juice. Anyway, yeah. you upped it to a one half teaspoon of pineapple juice. I did. Okay. It was a process. <laughs> then we get on to Jeff's submission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Jeff technically <laughs> submitted two. And I will say that, that there's some confusion mainly over his first submission. Oh, okay. This is the one I've got in front of me. Okay. Sprinkle hot sauce with light dusting of chili powder. It You've already got take- it wrong. You said hot sauce? <laughs> I said hot <laughs> tots. Sprinkle I, hot tots. See, you, you can't even, you can't even <laughs> read, read you all idiot. Right, all right, let me read. <laughs> I, I've got sauce <laughs> on the brain. Okay. Sprinkle hot tots with a light dusting of chili powder. It won't take much. Then combine shredded pepper jack cheese with crisped up cube pancetta. Hard sautéed diced onions and some thin sliced chives <laughs> and coat the tots. Done. That sounds delicious. My problem when like I read that. a wonderful side. It's a great side item. I wasn't sure where the sauce was in that. I That's didn't not see a... the condiment in there. It yeah. was. <laughs> I actually it's... read them all out to Mech. And I read Jeff's and she was like, come on. <laughs> not... What? Wikipedia lists <laughs> under condiments cheese. I then modified because you guys mentioned that it didn't sound like a condiment. I modified it. I replaced the shredded cheese with nacho cheese, which I would also point out is listed as an official condiment under the condiment section of Wikipedia. Yes. I would also like to read the definition of the <laughs> fucking word condiment from Miriam Webster. Definition of condiment, something used to enhance the flavor of a fucking food. Now, allow me to read the definition of condiment from dictionary.fucking.com. Something used to give a special flavor to food as mustard, ketchup, salt, or spices. Let me then read the definition of condiment from the Cambridge fucking dictionary, which lists it as a substance such as salt that you add to a food to improve its taste. Then let me read to you from Gordon Ramsay's Cumberland (laughs) sauce recipe, which he lists as maybe you've heard of Cumberland sauce, Gavin, you're British. I haven't, but he read, he read, he lists it as a popular holiday condiment that then includes vegetable oil, minced onions, currant jelly, two oranges, lemon, red wine, orange juice, lemon juice, black pepper, brown sugar, dry mustard, cayenne pepper, ground ginger, all reduced together. That seems pretty complicated and requires some cooking. Then let me read an article I read on thekitchen.com about how condiments aren't a one-size-fits-all item, and they they went ahead and they interviewed some of the best (laughs) chefs in the world. I'm going to pull from Barry DeCake, the chef at Scotch (laughs) 8 Prime in the Palms Resort Casino, who says, I truly feel condiments are more than just the average ketchup, mustard, relish, and mayo. As a chef, I like being creative and making different sauces for topping sandwiches, flavored aiolis, house-made steak sauces, pickled shallot relishes, creamy mustards, and new spins on ketchup like scotch-infused. I also love creamy avocado dressing and seasoned hummus. Make it smooth, make it chunky! You're the chef. The sky is the limit with condiments. I thought I was the chef, but I guess I'm fucking not. I just like that your instructions start with put powder on the tots. Yeah, it's a it's a weird combination. It's it's mm. so I think you have some points, Jeff. I think you just worded your initial recipe terribly. It was confusing to read. I wasn't sure where the sauce was. This also just reads like a side. 
like dice dung. Like, are you, I didn't understand if you were reducing it or if you were putting this on as a topping was sort of my initial reaction to it. I think this sounds delicious. It sounds I think very it sounds gourmet. Good too. We, we just took an issue with the format and um, it resulted in Jeff storming out of the <laughs> face Slack channel. You know, we were hitting him pretty hard on the way out. Uh, at one point I said, <laughs> I would like to change my condiment. My second condiment is an eggs benedict. <laughs> and then he left. <laughs> I think what you submitted, Jeff, would be a side version of the tater tots dish. Like you have your base tater tots and then you pay $1.50 and it comes with what you've added to it. I don't think this is a base condiment. Even if you... Let's say argued that it is. I don't think it's within the spirit of what we all submitted. I think you went very gourmet. I took a picture of all three sauces and they would all fit in a little plastic, you know, like like your McDonald's sauces that you've got. They would all fit in there. I just don't know how you. (laughs) (laughs) So the people at home know Jeff is disconnected. I don't. He just quit. He just he just quit. I'm baffled by that because I was going to eventually get to a point where I think Jeff was in the right to an extent. I think his first recipe is absurd, but I think once he clarified it's a cheese sauce, uh, I think that's a fair submission. He's gone offline. Just not, not really within the spirit. I think he's of off what the grid now. I think this was the thing that drove him to go like live in the woods. This is it. We did it. I think we pushed he's... him over the edge, and we didn't even know we were doing it. You have to text him. You guys have, somebody has to text them. Look, we have to, f- all these sauces were made. Sauces I made the that sauces. seemed good. I made three sauces. I'm excited to try them. I got my tater tots. Uh-huh. Have you, have you got it already? You got to try it live. I've pre-tried I mine and I already I have, have my verdict, but I just, I feel like Jeff's wouldn't fit in a little plastic pot. Well, yeah, that's mostly because it wasn't a sauce. Yeah. So. Like it's not, it, the, the tots are in there. Even if it did like storing a cheese sauce in a container seems complicated. I'm not sure, like, the logistics of, like, it not just hardening. I don't know how you do that unless you, like, completely manipulate the sauce to the point where it's no longer cheese. So do you want to do try them live now on the episode? Yeah, I figured that's what we do. I haven't tried. I'm interested to hear your, your process with this. <laughs> Should we get Jeff back? He just texted me and he said, my Discord died. And I said, do you have internet? <laughs> I mean, he did go offline. I feel like the, the comic value comes from just leaving the call. Oh, if if he actually got kicked out of the recording <laughs> at that time, it's absolutely perfect. It is a hell of a coincidence. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did not expect this episode to go like this. No, he like he like can't get in. He sent me a movie of just Discord spinning and some checking for updates. <laughs> Should we do a 10 count that Jeff like agrees with us unless he can get it here in 10 seconds like a wrestling thing? He's out of the ring right now. Yeah, 10 seconds. He is oh, out back of the ring. This point. This is... Oh, he's oh, back. Oh, he's back. All right, I'm hey. back. Sorry. Welcome I, back, Jeff. Uh, I lost my internet. How much money would it cost to make yours, Jeff? That's a great question. I feel like it's like 15 bucks worth of ingredients. I didn't realize there was a price limit. On how, I much would, it how much did it? I, no, how I much will did say it, no, I'm on Jeff's side. I'm on Jeff's side with that question. That that doesn't have anything to do with a recipe. I mean, I, if you had I, to buy all of side. the ingredients, if you had to buy all of the ingredients that Andrew just listed, it would cost more than nacho cheese and pancetta. <laughs> I guarantee you that. <laughs> he had like nine fucking ingredients. By the way, have you guys ever read the ingredients? Like you were acting like it was overcomplicated. Have you ever read the ingredients of fucking ketchup? There's like 11 ingredients in ketchup alone, you idiots. There's a lot. So first of all, I, I, was, I was confused by it. I never said it was bad. I've gone as far. I've said multiple times, what you submitted sounds delicious. I just wasn't sure if it was in the spirit of what was said. I also just didn't understand the first part where I need to. I will apologize to you. I missed the nacho cheese sauce comment. I was, I was just <laughs> baffled by the complexity of the sauce. But I made a thing. Yesterday, because sauce is confusing. I made a saucegram. I know we could have a conversation about how we feel about this. Cheese sauce, I think, fits in the criteria of dipping sauce. Uh, it's just, it was complicated. So you have different tiers of sauce. You have your dressings, you have your sauce, and you have your dipping sauce. I think cheese sauce falls under the category of a mix between a sauce and a dipping sauce. 
I think your recipe is val valid. I was just confused by the presentation. It was a strange, it was a strange interaction, I'd say. Hey, Jeff, Jeff, when you said sprinkle cheese on the tater tots, did you think this is where it was going to go? <laughs> no, I was trying to make a delicious sauce that maybe I was trying to think outside the box and, or outside the box and do a, a, a cheese-based sauce. I thought that would be interesting. A lot of people, when they eat tater tots, they like to have like cheddar cheese and bacon and all that stuff on it. And I thought, why not uh, do the plussed up version of bacon and cut up tiny little chunks of pancetta crisp them up and then mix them in with the cheese with a little chili flavoring and some minced onions that are also sauteed much like a chutney which is considered a condiment it's an official condiment it's a chunky chutney of cheese is what i had created that i thought was very in the spirit uh of it's certainly in the dictionary definition of condiment and at one point andrew even said i think it sounds delicious but what you've described is not a condiment it's a sauce so then i had to explain to him so he obviously understood it as a sauce so then i had to prove to him that a sauce is a condiment and that's when he realized he had no leg to stand on well it's just i, I just don't feel like it fit the spirit of what we were doing it's i didn't like realize that the spirit of what we were doing was to combine the hard work of the heinz corporation <laughs> with the hard work of the french's corporation and then call it our thing <laughs> i tried to like, create <laughs> i tried to actually create with a real ingredients a condiment i didn't try to combine two fucking things that have logos on them that are already <laughs> that were already made in a lab by scientists into two other things into one other thing and then go look i invented some bullshit to be fair, and you don't have context for this, this is all started because of French, which is literally just French dressing. Yeah, the, the original question was which uh, which condiments would you mix together to make the like the ultimate condiment? Yeah, that's not what was presented to me. We <laughs> <laughs> I think we left that bit out of the important I think, intro. I think segment. we did. I think that was the context that was maybe lacking. We were all thinking within that that framework, and you came in with something very gourmet. I still don't think it's a sauce. I think it's a side. It's a side dish that you made. It's like, it's coleslaw salad. I think technically is a salad, but you don't view it as a salad, but it is technically a salad. I think it's the same type of thing. Technically, you're technically correct, but I just Technically don't think correct is the only correct. I'm correct in the only sense. I will say that if you came to me and you said, uh, and I came to you and I said, I would like you to design uh, the, what you think is the best salad. And then you came back to me with coleslaw and said, it's a salad. And I said, you are correct. It is a salad. And if that's what you think is the best salad, then that meets the letter of the terms of the comp uh, competition that we had. How are we going back to Andrew making salads? I, I don't. Well, it was the coleslaw comparison. Yeah. yeah. I will say like I, I, where I screwed up, Jeff, is I missed the nacho cheese line on your second recipe submission. Your I didn't first see the one, second recipe. Where was that? That was in our text chain. Uh, right there in the middle. Uh, yeah. I don't have that text. I don't think that came through on my... I don't know. I never know what we're talking about on our text. <laughs> that text didn't appear? Anyway, I, I, I surmise that you guys have created each other's sauces and are now going to test them to determine which is the best one. I think that's a great bit for this show. We are hammering the food stuff really hard the audience is loving it i'm loving it so i without further ado i think you guys should dive right in <laughs> let's get saucy <laughs> let's get condimental you guys did all the hard work of buying two things and then mixing them together with a spoon i don't want the audience <laughs> to miss out on that joy let's find out no the fucking thrill oh. of combining a salad out of a mixer that was that was exciting that's as exciting as mixing sauces it's the same i don't understand how this is different than the salad thing I will say I tried my sauce. It's not very good. I wouldn't put my sauce very high. All right. Are you eating this? Are you, I'm Christ eating the sake. sauces right now. I'm trying them. It's, I'm sorry. It's all this. And you. the first thing you do after you eat your sauce is you just go, yeah, mine sucked. Yeah, it's not very good. I mean, I passed the torch to you guys to let you run with it. And that's what, that's what you did. You immediately shit on your sauce. I, I don't know what to do for you guys. Nick's sauce is delicious. I like Nick's sauce quite a bit. Nick, you made a great sauce. Okay, so you've tried yours and you've tried Nick's. I've tried Nick's and, yeah, mine. i tried yours, Gavin. I don't know about yours, Gavin. I'm, I'm a little nervous. I discovered. I made radish. a discovery with mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. This is, this sucks. <laughs> this is way worse. Your sauce is terrible. Oh, my God. So I accidentally made, <laughs> I made, like, prawn cocktail sauce. I made, like, shrimp cocktail <laughs> dipping sauce. It's exactly the same. 
I didn't realize what I was making. It sounded good in my head. And then I was like, oh, this isn't a, I'm not holding a shrimp. <laughs> I've got a tart and it's weird. Uh, Nyx was, in my opinion, phenomenal. Nyx was um, great. It was like a professional source. Yours, it Andrew, was... was <laughs> I, I rated yours even below mine. I would not put mine below yours. I would say <laughs> yours, this is the difference between our sauces. They're both bad. There's a version of my sauce that's good. It's just not what it is. There's a combination there that you could find. I think there's a balance where that could be a decent sauce. Yours is what it is. I don't think there's any balancing of like the ingredients you have that would adjust beyond the sauce that it is. Yours, um, I think the syrup is wrecking yours, in my opinion. It could. I didn't know how to like. I was trying it. That was the journey of like not not knowing how to make sauce, just being an idiot and just being like, I don't like how this tastes. What can I do to balance this in a different way? And just constantly adding more stuff. For me, yours had the, the uh, it had a consistency issue too. It was a bit more watery. Liquidy. Yeah, it was, it was definitely the most liquidy of them all. Nick yeah. definitely made the best sauce, which I think should be expected. Um, can, I ask a hypo- can I ask a hypothetical? Of course. Um, hypothetically, uh, take it, removing Nick's sauce from the situation just... Um, just using the three hosts as their sauces. Mm-hmm. If you were to also make Jeff's sauce, where do you think it would have ranked compared to uh, your two sauces? Uh, oh, probably at the top. Number one, yeah. I'd say that Jeff's would be the best thing. It just, yeah, by far. Well, I, I, I never we'll, said it wasn't delicious. We'll never know. I Did could you still not make, make yours, it Jeff? No, I was boycotting, boycotting the contest. I, I wasn't given the other sauces to make, so I wasn't going to make just mine. Well, I was just wondering if you'd like pre-tested it. If you've made no, I, I invented it on the spot. I'd never, uh, never considered the, putting those ingredients together before. It was, uh, it was a, it was a, I in created for the, the moment. Hmm. I'm gonna try to make Jeff sauce. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Life is full of stressors, and it doesn't matter who you are or what you have. It's probably stressful. For instance, you might be a twice-divorced father of a 15-year-old daughter trying to survive a pandemic. That might be stressful in, in some way or other, potentially. You might not even be feeling like overly down and out or depressed right now, or even like you're at a total loss. But if you find that your stress is high, maybe your temper is a little shorter than usual, or even like maybe you're starting to feel strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Unload the stress. Get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life. Somebody who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. When there are things you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to family and friends, but you do need to unload it, that's what therapy's for. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. So unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and face listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com face. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash face. Camp is in session. This episode of Face is brought to you by Camp Betrayal, a new horror comedy themed reality competition for Rooster Teeth First. In Camp Betrayal, 12 contestants pulled from around the Rooster Teeth family compete for their lives by completing challenges for their evil host, the Babadour. And now I'm doing an ad read here, but I get to do dual duty because I'm also in this show. I'm the one that hires the Babadour uh, and brings the 12 contestants together in the first place. But let me continue. In each episode, contestants are randomly chosen to lie, backstab, and sabotage the team's chance at success. But can they keep their role a secret, and can they survive elimination? Find out who's a team player and who's a betrayer every Tuesday on Rooster Teeth. Episode 1 is available for free right now. That's Camp Betrayal every Tuesday on Rooster Teeth. I'm in it. All right, so uh, should we do the intro and get going? Yeah, let's start the episode. All right. (laughs) (laughs) What about outside of sauce, Jeff? Jeff and I... I felt I felt like Jeff and I had a really good friendship weekend. Did we? I what? did. I felt that way. I felt we we were uh, Jeff was uh, away. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I have been so blinded 
by <laughs> by condiment rage and indignation i forgot we had a lovely we had a weekend. great friendship weekend we had a lovely correspondence wild this weekend. you we are 100 100% right and i apologize we uh hockey we we gambled we watched sports it was fun we hadn't watched like a basketball game together in a while that was great jeff you, like on the phone of, with each other or just text yeah we're like texting. texting back and forth yeah. yeah jeff like had a whole betting sheet and i copied yeah. his bets we were in it together it was fun you know i don't i don't gamble and i certainly don't drink anymore but i do love las vegas for the shows and for the spectacle and i do like to bet on sports my girlfriend likes to bet on sports and mm-hmm. so uh, this weekend we went to Vegas. I did a bunch of stuff. I got to go to a I got to go to a Tom Segura comedy show. I got to go to the new Meow Wolf. But the the big thing for me was sitting in the sports book and betting on the hockey game. And, oh boy, did I lose money on the hockey game! <laughs> and uh, betting on the the betting on the uh, on the EC, or the WCF uh, and uh, which I won a bunch of money on. And then uh, betting on horses, I had a run. I won. I correctly <laughs> bet the winner four out of five horse races. Holy shit! Yeah, I was I was on fire. I will say that the hockey bet was great because Jeff just <laughs> sent me what his bet was, and he's like, "How you feel about this?" And I was like, "I love this bet. This is a great bet." And she goes, I feel great about this bet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I do. I was fucked. <laughs> My lot. Yeah, I accidentally put Jeff in a terrible position. Or no, I did with basketball. I, on both days, I did. I fucked you on both days. I apologize. But it's th- okay. I was like, this is a great bet. I love it. Montreal at home. I feel like they're not going to get swept. And I was right. They would win one home game. But it was just the wrong one. Within <laughs> like 10 seconds of the game, they score a goal. Tampa scores on Montreal. Jeff's immediately down. I felt bad. I think by what? They scored two goals within like the first five minutes of the game. Yeah. And Andrew's going, it's okay. 2-0 is the worst lead to have. They're bound to come back now. <laughs> it's, it's like a cliche in hockey that statistically isn't at all true. But it's like, yeah, 2-0, most dangerous lead. And then they would score another and be like, oh, now they're really in trouble. 3-0? You don't want that. It's a terrible lead. It was brutal. There's hope. There's hope for a little bit and it quickly faded, but then it bounced back. I don't know, like when the horse racing run kicked off i don't know when you got hot but basketball. it was the next day it was the next day yeah okay did you have a like a scheme for horse like what was your strategy for horse racing uh you know uh listen a successful uh, a successful horseman uh is only successful is only <laughs> as successful as the secrets he keeps i can't i can't you list mean a jockey all... what's a horse no, man? A, a horseman is a man who bets on the horses Okay. And if I let my tactics get out, then everybody's going to use them. Then the whole the whole horse industry might change. So I kind of I got to keep some stuff a little close to the vest. Fair enough. We then uh, I put Jeff in a real dilemma, Gavin, when we bet basketball, because I am an amazing loser. I am fantastic <laughs> at losing sports bets. And do you he, expect to lose? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I go in the when I make a bet on a sporting event, it's not about making money. It's about the pain of, of later. Like it's the, the hope and pain. I'm really paying for the experience of disappointment uh, mainly. <laughs> and so Jeff sent me this list of like nine or ten bets that he made. And my first comment was there's no way these all lose, which is a horrible jinx. But it's just how I felt at the time. Then I even screwed him further, though. Because I was going to match his bets and take all of his bets. And I said, if you want, I can fade you because I always lose. So if I bet the opposite of you, that might increase your odds of winning. But at this point, I've jinxed you. So I don't know what's worse. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Jeff just chose the great option of he wants us all to sink if we're sinking. He wants, so I matched his bets. <laughs> yep. And, and it was positive. We won more than we lost on those bets. Yeah, uh, you know what they say, a sinking tide lowers all ships. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, but it's not about winning, you know. It was, I, you know, no. these are $10, $5 bets. It's not like it's real money. Oh, right I now. had, yeah, mine was 10 cents per, per NBA bet, but I was, okay, I was all but I think I think mine were $5 bets. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's more just like the fun of doing it. And just like, yeah. and honestly, half of the reason why I like to do it is to sit in that like sports room with all the TVs and just mm-hmm. watch the fucking weirdos that come in oh. and bet. Like it it's is great. It's like a bus station in there. Just the people that meander through. It's it's interesting cross section of humanity. So I, I've never bet on horses, but I feel like my my horse betting philosophy would be the same as my child picking philosophy for the. You said your child nationals. kicking philosophy. Child picking, not child kick. I've never I kicked the child. You yet. said child I've kicking. never kicked the child. I never would. But my child. <laughs> Did you hear picking, that? that? Man, that's that was close to an admission. <laughs> No, it, was, it, was, it wasn't even close. I said picking. It was very clear. You can hear on my audio. 
distinctly clear. Child picking. Today is one of my favorite days of the year. It is like a holiday to me. This is the day I'm you pick so children? Excited. This is, is child picking day? <laughs> yesterday was child picking day, Jeff. This is the event for the child picking. Today is Scripps National Spelling Bee. What a time. What an exciting process. I watch it every year. It's how my fantasy football league determines our draft order. So everybody picks a kid. There was a whole process. I didn't get my number one on the board. I was outraged about it. I was very pissed. I got my number two, though. So I believe I got some hope. But tonight is the spelling bee. And so the order in which the kids are eliminated determined the picking order for our league. So tonight it'll, I'll be in a group chat with 11 other people who are all in their 30s adults being irrationally furious at kids spelling. Cannot wait. It's one of my How favorite days of the year. Kids? Uh, the oldest, the oldest you can be for Scripps National Spelling Bee is 14 years old. Most okay. of them are like 12. So it's like all these adults just angrily watching 12 year olds try to spell. Is sort so of where are you in the uh, the kicking order? Uh, what do you what do you mean in the kicking order? The picking order. Picking order. <laughs> uh, Jeff left again. <laughs> no, no, I'm here. I'm okay. here. I well, I picked a, a child named Vincia. Wasn't who I wanted. What I was getting to at the point, I feel like I really wanted, I forget his name. There's one child who was sponsored by the Carolina Panthers, which I've never seen before. <laughs> There's always like another spelling bee or a newspaper. There's one guy that's just like, no, Carolina Panthers. And since we're doing a fantasy football thing, it's like, this is destiny. Got to go with that. Can, can we sponsor a, a spell That's such a great year? idea. I don't know how that works. I'd love to. That'd be great. Oh, that mu that, we must be able to try and do that. How do you, I'll, I'll have to look into this, but I if love we that save idea. up our weekly episode budget, like pocket money, <laughs> by next year we might have enough. <laughs> I feel like we are the the coins that fall in the couch of of like the overall. <laughs> that's the budget. Like whatever coins happen to fall through, whatever. Whatever. Assuming the person that we pick doesn't win, whatever word they misspell to get out on, we should just make that a shirt. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> a misspelled yeah. shirt. That's how, we re that's how we recoup our investment. <laughs> uh, well, I'd recoup it just personally on joy. I guess it's the, not my investment. but The it, word I, I is mean, condiment. <laughs> the word is honey mustard. <laughs> that's two words. That is true. That, is, that was a bad example. It's a terrible example. But it's great. I would recommend you both watch the Scripps National Spelling Bee tonight. How, how on earth do I watch that? It's on ESPN. I got like buy television to see that. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Do you have no television watching options? No. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess I don't know how you'd watch it, but could, maybe if you watch it, you could just. <laughs> I'll live text point. you. Yeah. Yeah. All I'll right. just I'll keep you updated on how the bitch is doing. <laughs> That's my evening. How about you guys? Uh, what What are we gonna What am I gonna do tonight? Yeah. Like what? Well, just just what's happening? Uh. Well, you I'm seem very go host... defeated today, Jeff. Well, d uh, listen. It's been a week, and it's it's been a day. Uh, tonight, I'm gonna go host first night for, uh, for RTX. Oh shit! Yeah, that's exciting. Soon, <laughs> as soon as I'm done here, I'm gonna go do that. So, yay! That's great. <laughs> what about you, what Gavin? About? <laughs> I'm playing board games. Yay! What board games are you playing? Bye. What? What? <laughs> this episode is just so weird. Andrew asked, weird. "What board games are you playing?" And you just said, "Yeah, you just said bye." <laughs> uh, playing Pandemic. Okay. I've never played that game. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> Have you played it before? Yeah, we. we I've started a, like a legacy. We're like two rounds in. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's a co-op game. It's like teamwork. It's good. It's good so far. Are you a board game guy? I'm becoming a board game guy. I, I feel like I've only recently discovered that board games can be like video games in, in the way that they're interesting. Because <laughs> I think of board mean? games, I just think of like Monopoly and Mousetrap and shit. And it's just like, ugh. Yeah, no, they're better than There's that. some good stuff out there. There's some stuff that takes like 12 hours to finish and stuff over like multiple segments. I'm getting Are you it. shitting on Clue? Clue is a great board game. You're I feel a like Monopolies. You think, you don't think Clue is a great board game? It's a murder I, mystery. I, I hate that game. What do you hate about... Oh, you get a notepad, you can ask questions, it's great. Clue is never as fun as it promises to be. It's frustrating. I, I want Clue to be better every time I play it's it. It's a game where the box looks more interesting than the game. Yeah. I, well, okay. 
I had a pretty cool clue box is made out of wood. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a fair comparison. It was a pretty sweet box. It'd be tough for any game to live up to the design of the box I had for clue. Jeff, do you remember the, the English name for clue? Cluedo. Action man. <laughs> Cluedo. Cluedo. <laughs> and, and listen, by the way, I don't mean I'm not talking shit about Clue, but I am acknowledging the limitations of Clue. I'm a fan of Clue. I consider myself a clue, a Clooniac, as we call ourselves. <laughs> I, I even, you know, I've been trying to get a Clue tentpole show like Hardcore Monopoly, Hardcore Clue made at Rooster Teeth for years. But I have to agree with Gavin that it is uh, it under delivers when you sit down to play it. I don't you know what I think it is, is I haven't ventured into like the actual complex adult board games. Like the more pan the pandemics of the world, I haven't I haven't played that. I'm I'm really like restricted to Monopoly, the classic favorite. So like my comparables is like Candyland is bullshit, but yeah. my peak is something like Clue. So I just think I, I I have a narrow range. Sounds like we need to get you involved. We need to have a board game night when we go up to Canada. Uh, maybe that'll be the reward <laughs> if we can find your your front door. Man, the list of shit we've got to do when we arrive in Canada is getting really long. Yeah, we're gonna be very busy. <laughs> Maybe while, maybe while like the bondo is drying in our bathtub, uh, <laughs> boat, we, can, we can hammer out a game of Clue. Is that on again this year? I it already don't. happened. Oh, it happened. I think it was no, last month. It happens in July typically, but it, it would be weird if you know everything has been shut down here. So I'd be surprised. Maybe uh, next year. Maybe 2022 is our bath year. Nice. It's gonna have to be next year because I, I feel like the audience alerted me to the fact that it happened already. Uh, famous Nanaimo bathtub race canceled on June fifth, twenty twenty one. So did they also cancel the cheese July. rolling? Didn't you like pick the cheese or something? I I did. Yes, there was a whole cheese thing. That was season one. That was a long that time was ago. One, yeah, that, that, yeah, that never happened. Sadly, I think um, I think we should go to that at some point. We should go to cheese rolling. <laughs> can we sponsor a cheese? Could could that be like the later thing? Is this evolution of face? We just start sponsoring things. Just see the face logo tumbling down a hill. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got to slowly build to like an actual fast sport. Like we're going to start with the cheese and then we're going to go to the bathtub race and then maybe eventually, I don't know, a car sponsor. And then we've got the face sponsored kid. I think we should just That's sponsor true. the weirdest stuff. I would love that. There's nothing I love more than like getting into a thing that I know nothing about, especially if I can <laughs> gamble on it. Like Russian handball? Yeah, like handball was like such a fun two weeks of like getting it. I've never watched it again. I followed the Brazilian goalie on Twitter because their performance was amazing. Ridiculously talented. I'll never think about handball again, but yeah. If we could get into weird sports, I'm all about it. I got a question for you guys. Okay. As of today, I now have uh, 100 full-size baseball bats. <laughs> 900... Bat knobs on my kitchen table for some reason, and a thousand little metal tags. Wait, you got nine hundred? You have nine hundred? And I ask you guys, what the fuck am I supposed to do with all this stuff? <laughs> I genuinely don't remember. Where did the nine hundred knobs come from? I thought I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why the knobs ended up at my house. I was thinking about that yesterday when I was dragging them in from the front porch because I don't know that I was ever supposed to do anything with them. If you've already got knobs, why are you cutting up bats? Well, I think the point, if I, and I'm trying to remember, but I think the point was <laughs> that like that that some that a hundred of the knobs would be made with love from me, right? Like kind of like how we signed, how I burned fifty bats, but not yeah. the other two hundred fifty or whatever. So this would be that version of that. And then, if I remember correctly, there was the idea that we would metal tag the end of the knob that I cut with the end of the bat, so that they could be synced up again someday. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. I, well, I remember that part, but I don't remember there being a bunch of other knobs. I thought the whole point of knobs was that they couldn't get made right and you were going to make them. Well, then they found that they could make the knobs. They found a knob vendor. But then they were like, we already ordered the bats and you can still do you can still do the thing where you cut the bats in half. And, and that's fine. OK, so so you might get a Jeff cut knob. You, well, you're going to tell because the knobs are very fucking different. First of all, uh, but secondly, I thought the idea was that then I would take these tags and I would put like tag number one on this knob, tag number one on this bad end. And then you could put one and one together and be like, oh, we found our match or whatever, even though we don't necessarily know what we're going to do with the other half of the bats yet. But I got a thousand metal tags and I don't have <laughs> numbered one through a thousand. So there's no way for me to sync up. I don't have two of the same tag. And I certainly wasn't planning on just putting a metal tag on every knob 
of the other 900 knobs. So I think what I need is one to 100 and then one to 100 again in tags. I don't think I need 200 to 1,000. I think those are useless, but, but they exist and I'm just fucking confused. So I think I have some of what I need and way too much of other stuff, but none of it is getting this shit out of my house. So I, I'm just, I'm, befu- I'm, I'm awash in bats and wood and I'm befuddled as to what to do about it. Why don't you just put the metal tags on all the knobs, one to a thousand, and then... Well, if I had made, if I had made the metal tags, I would have made them to fit the knobs. <laughs> do they not fit? <laughs> not, not as such. You could, so, always, you could always get the ones that are from the bats that you cut, and then just Sharpie number the bats as you go. So like metal tag matched bats. with Sharpie. Yeah, or I could make them make another round of metal tags, one to a hundred. I don't know. I just, all of this is to, to say that, like, I don't want it in my house. I, my girlfriend's very kind. Sorry, I kicked half my desk over. Uh, my girlfriend's very kind, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she doesn't want it. I mean, it's taken up half of my library and my entire kitchen table. And I don't even have the tools required to, to I just don't know what to do. I just, I'm, I'm frozen. I'm frozen with, with bat indecision. I feel like... Much like my sauce, they didn't even know what to do. There's like seven different bad ideas that we've suggested, and they've all kind of, you've gotten all of them, but like part of each one. Like it's yeah. just a mix of things. Yeah, I don't think I have a complete set of anything. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm just going to ignore it for a little bit longer than I guess. Do you have no plan? <sighs> You're just going to, it's a future Jeff problem. I mean, today Jeff isn't going to fix it. Today Jeff has to go do... uh, The current Jeff has to deal with RTX all week and all weekend. So I'm certainly not going to touch it now. So I can't even think about it till after RTX is over. So uh, it's a a problem for 10 days from now, Jeff, I guess. Do you have a garage? No. Oh. I have a a little... uh, Like house in the back that's tiny where I put my bikes and my lawnmower, but it doesn't... It's not... Suitable not good for bat this. storage. No, it's not good bat storage. I wouldn't want to put them there. It's not climate controlled or anything. I wouldn't want the bats to, to swell with humidity or anything. <laughs> what if we kept sending you bats? What's up? What if we just kept sending you bats? What if bats just kept appearing? I hope they don't. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to remove... Well, I'll be honest with you. I'd like to get rid of all of the bats I have right now. I, I didn't <laughs> want to remove some. I'd like to remove all of the bats. You take the bats and you construct a Game of Thrones-esque seat out of them with all the spare parts that you saw off. Yeah. I like that a lot. The, the bat throne. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take all those parts and I'm going to dump them off in your front yard and I'm going to let you make it. <laughs> your idea, you can do it. Ah, oh, shit. Well, how would I even do that? Nails? I don't know. <laughs> Same way I would probably do it. Well, you got a bunch of those already that come with the set. Got all the nails uh, you need, apparently. No, there's no nails. It's that's the, the this thing too. That I thought, I thought the tags were gonna be like that. I could like tack on with a little, yeah. with a little. But they're not. They're like adhesive in some way, and you they come with a roller <laughs> where you have to like roll, like press roll it on, <laughs> which is fine if it's a flat surface. But these are all beveled. <laughs> I feel like knobs. someone just listened to our conversations and then just started buying stuff. Listen to, uh, yeah, and then listen, I realize that in most cases, also, I'll go so far as to say that in every instance of my life, I've been at fault. So it's probably my fault in some way, but uh, I'll be damned if I know how to unfuck it right now. So yeah, we'll deal with it. Uh, Future Jeff will deal with it, I guess. But if anybody has any ideas, uh, send them my way. Don't send them to the face slack. I'm no longer able to receive messages on that, but you, you, you both have my phone, uh, I believe, still. Uh, so uh, it's not, I, I don't know if you can reach me on social media. I'm not sure we're following each other anymore, but uh, we're definitely, you definitely have my phone number, so you can text me. I don't, I really, like the tags not being nailable, I feel like that was such a key part of that conversation. I was really imagining like almost railroad spikes, but mm-hmm. like, in, As was in, like I. A, a marker that you would, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would, or, or like uh, if you've ever seen a like uh, the well anyway uh, a, a tiny little tack but yeah it's uh, it's frustrating. Uh, that being said, it I'm sure it'll when it's all said and done, I'm sure it'll be a, a hilarious product that the comment leavers will find hilarious. Hopefully, they've been um, the comment leavers have been sending in their diagrams of the room. They have. 
Some of them have been shockingly good. We've already dealt with that recording-wise, but they're pretty accurate, some of them. I saw one that was more accurate than mine. It was yeah. like perfect in every way, which was phenomenal. It, yeah, I mean, you you guys get extra points. Like you were attempting to place things like the sushi container and all that. I think there's one I saw where it like nailed the rooms and everything, but they didn't really predict. Uh, the sushi container seems to be the thing that throws people. They do not know where to place that. in the <laughs> Where was that? Uh, it, that was in front of the fridge. That was next to the fridge and people are putting it on the other side. Oh, I think that's where I put it, isn't it? I think you did. I think you're in the group that put it on the other side. Um, I did try to go to my bath. Uh, Nick just said, didn't you trip on one in the bathroom? No, it wasn't in the bathroom. It was on the way. I was going to the bathroom. <laughs> I just got AirPods. I was very excited. It was late at night and uh, I stepped on a, on a plastic container. Took fall. Hard fall. Maybe the hardest fall of my life. I'm impressed that it was a great landing. It was like a stuntman landing. Square on the shoulders. Could not figure <laughs> out why my back was sore though the next day. But I had a point. I don't know what my point was. I've lost. Uh, we, I was talking about sushi containers. How close are we to marathon at this point? Oh, not not close. Not close. We keep we keep reaggravating. <laughs> keep getting <laughs> Keep. I will. That's what I was gonna say. People are commenting on like, where's the shimmy of the thing? And I forgot about. I had the filing cabinet in front of the bed. And I had a TV on the other side of it. So I had to sh I can't believe I did that for so long. You had the filing cabinet, the one that's next to the dresser? I had that behind, in front of the bed because that was one of the key components of the fort I made, the blanket fort. What do you mean in front of the... Like, so when you were in bed, you looked at your feet and there was like the back of a filing the, cabinet yeah, there? Yep, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it was because that was the... The pillar, that was a pillar for the fort. Remember when we were first in the setup, I had to oh. set up like a blanket fort whenever we So record. where was the shimmy? Between the filing cabinet and the desk? No, it was to the wall. So I put the, t I have a 50 inch TV I'm no longer using. <laughs> that's like an old and it's bulky, but I was playing PS2 and it was the only thing that it would work with. So I pulled it out and I just put it on the floor across from, there's a little wall between the closet and the bathroom. And it was there, but it was lined up with the filing cabinet. So I had to shimmy past that, whatever I needed to go buy. Um, it was annoying, but That's I forgot crazy. all about it. It is. Well, yeah, it's just, you know, people like listening to previous episodes and bringing up that I talked about shimmy. Do you, have, do you have anything else in your life right now that's like, you know, is really inconvenient. You just need to deal with it and it will take like <laughs> 10 seconds and save you hours and hours of annoyance. I... Mm, Ooh, that's a good, I don't, not really, but there, those things for me, typically, I just don't deal with, and it just creates more anxiety, even though I know it's not a problem. You know, like, it's like, oh, I could just quickly do this, but then I don't, because it just seems like a minor thing, and then it just builds. It takes me forever to resolve this. I have something that would take 10 seconds to clean up, but I've just been staring at it for about <laughs> a year, and I refuse to deal with it at this point. And, it, is and it? It, isn't, it isn't inconvenient. It's just very annoying to look at. I put up a shelf about a year ago and I'd like drilled in the wall and it made some, it made like wall dust fall down and land on the skirting board. And it's just still there. And I could easily just go and grab the vacuum right now and suck it up. Why don't you do it right now while we're on in the podcast? I'm encouraging you to do it. Let's, I want to hear it. <laughs> could this be the time? We're going to make your life better right now. Through the power of f face. The thing is, I just, I, I feel like I only ever see it while I'm like walking from one thing to another. Like I'm going to go and get something or I'm going out and I'm just like, that thing again, I keep walking by it. Yeah, I could just do it now, couldn't I? It's top of mind right now. By the power of f face, I compel you to clean this mess. All right. Are we going right. to be able to go with them? Are we just here? Is it just us? I think it's just you and I, but let's, let's see if we can, do you, let's see if we can hear him uh, in the background while he's doing it. Uh, what else is going on in your world, Andrew? Have you anything you need to clean right now? I have a thing I want to talk about, but it is sort of extensive. I don't know if we have time within this episode. So I still have a thing. <laughs> That's a lot of sawdust. That's taking a lot That's a of sawdust. Lot of I don't. He made it sound like it was just like you'd run your finger over it; it would be gone. Yeah, that's a long, long vacuum. Ah, all right, we're good. It's all a, right. How, how, how does that it? feel? Oh, that feels good. That feels does good. Does it? 
I'm glad you compelled me to do that in the middle of a <laughs> You're never... You're going to walk... The next time, you're going to forget about this very quickly. And then the next time you walk through, you're going to look over there and it's going to be gone. And you're going to... Your heart's going to smile a tiny yeah. little bit. Yeah. I'll be taking the bins out. I'll be walking by and just be like... Ah. Yeah. Your life just got better, man. Do you have anything that you're putting off like that? <sighs> Something really easy to fix, but it's just so far down on priority. You'll realistically never get to it. I feel like you have something for me. Do you, are, are you aware of something that I have that I'm not that I'm ignoring? Or like, no, this is I don't think no, this is a paranoia asking. thing, Jeff. I think he's just asking. Oh, do you think uh, I've laid some inconvenience in your house? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't put it past you, but uh, oh I, come on. Well, I don't. I just you know don't. I don't trust any of you uh, at all <laughs> anymore. I had a great prank to, to do against you, Jeff, but I, I just don't, I don't think I could put it together, but I think you'd even like it. I almost texted Gavin it today. Yeah, it's fine. Do, do, do whatever. I don't care. Just well, prank away. Well, no, it's just, I think, did you know that you could, so we like- Don't spoil it. Don't spoil well, it. It's going to be a hilarious prank. No, I don't think it'll ever actually happen. It's too elaborate, but it's just, mm. it's, it's an amusing idea. I didn't know this. Did you know that you could get games graded like a card? Like there's a mm-hmm. company that you could send. I didn't realize that. So then I was thinking about like, well, what is the range in which you could get things graded? I was wondering, could I get my BTS sauces graded? Could I find a place <laughs> that would like, could I get, the could sealed. I get 10 mint? Yeah, they're sealed. I want to try to get a 10 mint BTS of each one. And then I thought, well, what if like Jeff went away and we just fucking we we graded every item in his house like you come back in and everything's just surrounded in a hard plastic <laughs> shell with like different this is a 9.7 the, the fridge is gonna get an f the fridge is definitely gonna score low <laughs> that fucking fridge dude my life is so i have a you fridge got, have you got fridge news <sighs> no well no no okay. i mean it's the the same as always it's 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 just dark fridge Dark fridge. <laughs> it's expensive. I don't have the money to fix it right now, or I don't. I, it's not that I don't. Have, I just don't want to spend the money to replace it, and it's it's so expensive, yeah. and I just like, and I'm so mired in other shit. It's just oh, what's the point? Here's how it works, right? So, you know, maybe we should just talk about my shitty story next episode. We because we're supposed to wrap <laughs> okay. up, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're close to an hour. We can wrap up. Yep. Uh, Eric says we should wrap. Are we doing? Two, are we doing two today? We're doing two. I think we're doing two, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I got stuff for two. <laughs> What's the I, got, I got a lot of I know I didn't get to any of my stuff for this episode. So it was a weird, I, was oh, a my, weird whole goal, are, why? my whole goal in this episode was to not talk about the condiment stuff and to not <laughs> let you guys get I was my, my I went in with the goal of not yelling once and you guys and I and I failed uh, yet again. My, fa- my as goal, I fail yeah. at everything in my life, I failed. You know, so uh, why should why should today have been any different? We had Thank obstacles. you for listening to another episode <laughs> of Face, the uh, the podcast where we highlight uh, the misery and failures of one Jeffrey Ramsey, while uh, the much better uh, and much more talented and much more likable uh, uh, Gavin Free and Andrew Panton dance through uh, uh, and on the misery that is me. Uh, hope you liked it. If you liked it, maybe read a, write a God. review or star it up or whatever. If you didn't like it, uh, that makes sense because uh, I'm in it. Uh, thanks a lot. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>